Welcome to Wednesdays with Winnie, the podcast that covers, well, quite a lot, from fallacies and grad parties to Aquinas, Aristotle, friendships, and even Subway cookies. My hope for you is that you can sit back, relax, learn a little, laugh a little, or a lot, and come away with a lot more knowledge. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. This week we're going to be talking about dating. I know a lot of you guys requested that on the Instagram polls we did. So if you're not following the podcast on Instagram, it's Wednesdays with Winnie. And there we do like a lot of updates. I let you guys know when I'm posting episodes, stuff like that. But today on the podcast, we have a guest, our third guest, Annika. And she is going to be with me talking about dating today. Annika and I actually met swing dancing <laughs> and this podcast, like she swiped up on it and now we're podcasting now we're together. So yeah. I'm very excited, happy to have her on. She's a very godly woman and just being with her for like the past hour, I can already tell how much of a presence Christ is in her life. So I'm sure that this episode is going to be full of wisdom for all you guys out there. <laughs> but without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, Annika, we are start by asking all our guests what book recommendations they have. So, do you have any book recommendations for the Wednesday with Winnie audience? Yes. Okay, so my first one, since we're talking about dating, um, is called The Sacred Search. Um, I just started reading this, and it's super good. I'm about halfway through. Um, just kind of talks about, like, we need to be searching for a spouse, someone who shares God's love and live out his purpose of, like, a shared mission. Kind of talk talks about encompassing the qualities um, that you search for in a spouse. So, like, if you want someone who's godly, you need to be that godly person yourself. Mm. Um, finding someone who seeks first the kingdom of God, it talks about that in Matthew 6, 33. And then um, a quote from there that is super good that I love. It says, care about your boyfriend's godliness as much as the wife cares about her husband's godliness. Dang. Dang. That's good. <laughs> that might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also just asking yourself the question of why do you want to get married? Um, so that would be my first one. And then also I love the book Live by Sadie Robertson. Mm, I actually have really a tattoo <laughs> inspired by it. Yes. <laughs> but um, it's just so good because she talks so much about living with purpose and just what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So those would be my two recommendations. And what was the first one again? Um, it's called The Sacred Search. The Sacred Search. So we'll have those in the show notes. But The Sacred Search and then Live by Sadie Robertson, guys. I'm definitely going to be checking out the first one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, do you have any, like, dating experiences or what have been, like, kind of your impressions in, like, dating culture today? Okay, awesome. Um, Okay, so I kind of wanted to speak a little bit about how godly men pursue you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just so different than, like, what our culture sees as love, per se, or falling in love. For sure, yeah. Um, So, I wanted to talk and share how my boyfriend, his name's Jordan, um, how he actually asked me to be his girlfriend because it just shocked me. I was literally like, oh my gosh, like overwhelmed and so joyful. But basically we were having a little devotional one morning Mm 
and we're sitting there and he's like, Annika, I need to, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay, I, <laughs> I kind of knew it was coming. And I was like, okay. Um, and he was like, so I was going to ask you in a super cheesy way, like maybe carving a pumpkin. <laughs> I know, I know. So cute. Um, but he's like, I was watching the way you read your Bible and just talking to you. And I was like, I can't wait. I have to ask you now. So I like definitely knew what was coming, what he was going to ask, but I definitely wasn't expecting what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes, yeah I was doing a devotional and honestly I was praying so much about like after meeting you whether or not I should pursue you and just because I didn't know if there was someone more godly out there than me that could pursue you even better than I could oh my goodness and so I know I was like already I was taken back and I was like wow and he's like but then like one morning so I was like praying about this and just like I don't know really really trying to just like ask God whether, you know, I was right for you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and so then I was reading, um, doing my devotional one morning and he said he read in Proverbs and it was Proverbs thirteen twelve, And so he read it to me. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And then he said, I went to the context um, clues of it mm-hmm. and the verse Proverbs three eighteen came up. And so he's like, well, I'll just, yeah. you know, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. And so it says, she is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. And he goes, I know, I know. And he goes, I just couldn't help but think of you and like what a blessing you are to my life and just how you challenge me and grow me in Christ. And with that being said, I'd love to have you as my girlfriend. Like, will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, yes. Like, I literally was like tearing up and I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. And so that's like such a a beautiful story. I feel like we all really want something like that. And so you got to experience that. You're experiencing it now. It's just so, such a blessing. Yeah. So I feel like it's definitely one of those things that like, you know, people, everyone wants kind of like you said, someone wants a godly man, but just knowing what that looks like, like I never really experienced that. And just, um, just knowing JB and like, even the first time, literally the first time he kissed me, like a little peck, literally a peck. Aww. We start, He talked about like yeah. making sure we knew boundaries, you know, yeah, and I was like, so wow, yeah. like just the way a godly man pursues you is so different. And it's so important to distinguish that from like what our world sees as like a... I don't know, a good man or even yeah. a godly man. I think yeah. sometimes we like lower our standards and oh, for are sure. like, yeah. oh, like he's a Christian. He loves God, yeah. but it's like, he has a Jesus cr- necklace. Right? Like, he, he has, has the cross. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not all there needs to be. <laughs> there he goes, so there's true. Be a yeah. Behind that. Exactly. I always say, does he wear a cross or does he carry it on his back? Oh. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, guys. I told you it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then talking about, so did you kind of talk about dating culture is that what you said yeah so dating culture i feel like today it's so ambiguous like a lot Mm. of the times people are so confused like does he like me does he not and we Mm. were talking about this before but like talking like talking (laughs) who made that a thing i'm not a fan of talking who made it yes yeah yeah and so i just feel like today we're lacking a lot of like intentionality and clarity Mm. behind Mm -hmm. dating yeah and so it's kind of hard to like decipher where you're at with someone like whether they like you or not or even just like how to get from being a friend to possibly dating someone you're interested in but there's a lot of confusion in like the process of that 
And it's just kind of hard to mm-hmm. navigate right now. Right, right. Yeah. I totally agree because I feel like you can be going on dates with someone. Yeah. But you're not dating. Yeah, like, you can go <laughs> like, out to lunch, like, one-on-one with a guy. And, like, it's one thing if they're friends with you and, like, you, you're yeah. friends. But, or you can be, like, in the awkward stage where you both like each other, but you're like, well, what do is we? this? Do we, we like dating? each other? Like, yeah. Are we not? That whole what are yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so awkward. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that should just be cut out. I, cut it I out. I agree with you. So we kind of wanted to speak to that by first like going back to the purpose of dating. So what is the purpose of dating as a mm. Christian? Um, marriage. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like ultimately that should be your end goal. And I was ta- uh, kind of telling Winnie about this that, you know, when people ask me like, oh, could you see yourself marrying Jordan? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what? Like after a month and a half, you see yourself yeah. marrying this guy? And I was like, well, I wouldn't be with him if I didn't see that possibility. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean I am marrying Jordan, but that means that yeah. I see that possibility. And it doesn't mean you want to get married tomorrow. It just yeah. means like you're looking when you're dating someone, you're assessing whether or not they are someone you could get married to. Mm. You're not there to have a good time. And of course, like it is important to like have a good time, mm. like enjoy spending time with the person you're dating. But the end goal of dating is marriage. It's not like yeah. just to have a good time. And having a good time can hurt a lot of people in the process. Right. And so if we're truly like looking for marriage, I feel like it's very important to like keep that in mind and not act in a way that shows that marriage isn't our goal. Right. And I think too, like understanding the purpose of dating, like ultimately is to find a person that, you know, reflects a godly marriage and like mm-hmm. Um, kind of what I mentioned earlier that the book said, like, care about your boyfriend or your girlfriend's godliness, because ultimately that's who they're going to be in a marriage. Like, you don't just get married and it changes, yeah, you know? It's like, not, yeah. So if they're not doing their quiet time now, what makes you think they'll do it when you guys are married, you know? Yeah. And so um, I just really think powerful. Yeah. yeah. I think, too, like just understanding that ultimately marriage is like, um, I don't know, like it's a reflection of Christ and the church. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like you need to understand, like even in dating, like you should be looking for a man who's going to be able to lead you because in the future, this is going to be a man that can lead you, but your kids as well. Yeah, exactly. And he has to like be willing to sacrifice. Like Mm -hmm. if he's not putting in time and effort right now, it's not like you get married and things (laughs) switch. Like we say that a lot, but it's true. Like it's not an overnight thing and it really has Mm -hmm. to be something that's present. Christ has to be present in their lives Mm -hmm. before they even start dating you. And that makes a relationship so much more beautiful because like with your boyfriend, (laughs) you both are strong in your faith. Yeah. And see how that amazing and blessing (laughs) that is to have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So kind of now that we got the big guy out of the way, (laughs) purpose of marriage, Christians, I feel like now do have a lot of misconceptions about dating. Mm. So what are some common like misconceptions you've encountered? (laughs) I'm going to, I have to think about that one. I'll let you go first. Okay. I'll go first. This is kind of like we both (laughs) kind of have our notes and are like talking about it, but (laughs) I feel like a big problem is Christians are very, like we, I think sometimes focusing on marriage is very important, but sometimes we focus on it like a little too much at the beginning so Mm -hmm. i feel like if someone asks you on a date there's some girls that i know are like oh my gosh like he asked me on a date like yeah like (laughs) it's it's a big deal yes but a date doesn't mean you're saying yes to a marriage and i feel like sometimes christians we like we need to like tone it down just a tad (laughs) and that doesn't mean we're not looking Mm -hmm. and assessing like whether someone's good for marriage but like saying yes to a date doesn't mean you're saying yes to marriage yeah and so we kind of have to have that balance of like understanding that 
I feel like that's a big one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other uh, misconceptions. Oh. I oh go ahead. You sound like <laughs> okay. you just yes. Or like the there's no good guys oh. out there. That makes me kind of mad. Retweet. Because I have so many <laughs> friends that are really good Same. godly guys. Me too. And like and I know a lot of godly yeah, girls. And I'm like let's just connect out there. Yeah. Let's just play a little cupid. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's not like there's none mm. out there, and it's kind of like sad that people say that because there's so many people that are mm-hmm. living lives like centered in Christ that are godly yeah. you just kind of have to like look it's a little hard to like look but there, there are people yeah. out there that are definitely pursuing God I think like a misconception mm-hmm. um, kind of going off that is like there's so many good godly guys and godly girls out there yet they're like oh like in God's timing like he will bring me someone but don't Ooh. put them in situation like don't put themselves yeah. in situations to ever meet anyone that's so true you know what yeah. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like they're like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. when God has someone in mind, he'll bring me. Yeah. But it's like, okay, they're not just going to pop in your dorm room and say hi. Yeah. Like maybe, but for the most part, like you should be going to, if you want to meet someone godly, like try out college ministry or yeah. try out a young adult group in your church or get connected with a Bible study or, yeah. you know, go places like we go to a Christian college. So it's really easy mm-hmm. to meet people. Um, but even people like at chapel or whatever. Yeah. And so I think it's also it's about being putting yourself yeah, in the right place, being yeah. able to put yourself out there. Like, mm-hmm. yes, God will provide and he will bring you someone when the time is right. But not being like so like, ooh, like trust yeah. God, but don't, I don't know kind of hold back from putting yeah. yourself out there because of yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of like a prayer life. Like, with our yeah. prayer lives, we're not like, oh, God will give me it. Like, so we don't need to pray. Right. Yeah. He'll give me every all the graces I need. We'll mm-hmm. be good. It's like you actually have to practice it. Like, put yourself out there. God mm-hmm. um, loves us, but we also have free will. Mm-hmm. And our free will, like, does kind of impact what happens right. in our life. And so if we're not putting ourselves out there, we can't really expect God to just drop a man in our lap. On our lap. Yeah. And if someone's falling in your lap, that's, like, probably, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a good maybe. thing, but you usually, right. <laughs> usually it comes as a result of like doing, like Annika said, like going mm-hmm. to ministries, going to places where there are other people you can meet. Right. Just meeting a lot of people yeah. because I mean, like the way I met my boyfriend, I'm not like, I don't know, you're not going to meet one person and be like, oh my gosh, he's the one. But mm-hmm. you could meet a lot of people and maybe one of their friends is yeah. like going to be a potential yeah, boyfriend. you never know like who could introduce you. Right, yeah. exactly. So I think that's a misconception. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So kind of going back to like the purpose of dating, how do you think Christians should like go about dating? So I know we were kind of talking about that in like yeah. the talking stage, which we're both yeah. we're both not the biggest fans of. Like no. I, I kind of understand having to go through it, but still not but a still. fan. Not a fan. Still, who's a fan? Yeah. Um, I think like the most important thing is just like being open and direct about your intentions. Ooh. Um, and just understanding that like whenever you pursue someone, it should be a full pursuit. Like not being half in, half out, like, oh, well, I have other options. Like, I think it's important to be like, hey, like if you take this person on a date and you like them, being like, hey, like, I want to go on a second date with you. Yeah. Or if you don't see that with them, just telling them like, hey, like this was fun. You're a gr- great person. But I think like, I think it's just going to have to just stay as friends. Yeah. Um, and so just knowing that, yeah, like it's okay to have things not work out, but just being very, very clear, clear. with the person yeah. and direct because I feel like sometimes like, 
I don't know, people get on two different pages like, oh, that mm-hmm. went so great. And, and the boy is like, is like, no, no, like we're friends. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And that lack of clarity can like really hurt people. Like I've been on the receiving end, but I've also mm-hmm. been like kind of on the giving end. And it, I'm getting mm-hmm. better at it now, but it's something that I always have to make sure I'm doing. Like it may be really hard to tell that person and like to let them down, but it's much better in the end for them and mm-hmm. for you too, because you're being honest with them right. about where you're standing. You're not leaving them questioning. You're like, leading you, them on. You would on. want the same courtesy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on a date and the guy's, like, maybe not into it, but you really were, you would want him to let you know. Right. So you weren't, like, hoping for that. Mm-hmm. And ultimately yeah. just understanding that, like, even if that's not someone you want to date, it is someone who's, like, um, a brother or sister in Christ and just treating them with the respect, ultimately, of, like, yeah, like when he said, just letting them know what's yeah. the situation. Yeah. yeah, that can help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, the this is like a big question, kind of like a hot take, but do you think that you need to be friends first before dating someone? I don't know, Winnie. What do you think? We kind of talked <laughs> about it. I actually don't think you need to be. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm on the same page. I actually just had a friend. We were talking about it. And I was laughing because I had this whole plan before Jordan. I had this big plan. I was like, I'm going to be friends with a guy for six months. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like a phone plan, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah tell um, God your plans and he'll laugh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um, and then in six months, I'm going to be dating my best friend, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't. I told my mom. I even told mm-hmm. my mom. I said, I don't know who it is, mom, but you just wait. In six months, <laughs> I'm going to be dating someone. Yeah. And we're going to be best friends. And then one day, we're just going to tell each other that we're in love. Yeah. And that definitely didn't happen. I met JV. Um, we didn't talk for like six weeks after we met. I re-met him. He asked me out on a date and we started dating two weeks later. Yeah. So kind of got through that six months plan out of the mm-hmm. way. But I think I think you can go either way. Like, I think it's important yeah. to have a friendship no matter what. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. But I think me and Jordan have been able to develop a friendship mm-hmm. just from hanging out together. And like, um, like we definitely are like besties but um also have that first initial romantic attraction so Mm -hmm. yeah what's your take Winnie I mean I think that for me at least I've I've done kind of both ways and I think Mm -hmm. that being friends first you have like a solid foundation yeah Mm -hmm. but that's not something you can't build in dating like you said like you built that with your boyfriend and I think getting like being friends first it's like nice to kind of know someone in like Mm -hmm. a lower pressure way but going and like not being friends first is not the end all be all like yeah. like you said like you're in a happy <laughs> relationship and you yeah. are not friends first you don't have to be friends right for things to work out in the end right and that's like another common i guess misconception that christians have like you don't have to be friends and sometimes it's actually i wouldn't say harder but sometimes it's harder to go from a friendship to a romantic mm-hmm. relationship and not that doesn't mean it can't happen but i feel like that's sometimes the way it is mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're both like, yeah, you don't need to be friends first. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Maybe like you some of you guys won't agree, but like I said at the beginning, these are just our opinions. Like you don't have to take them. If you don't like them, this is not like you have to follow this podcast Right, advice. right. <laughs> so what qualities should you look for like when deciding whether or not to date someone? Ooh, I think it's important. Um, godly above all else. I think mm-hmm. I was in a more lustful relationship before. Like, it was just kind of like, um, he loved me and 
loved me a lot, but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say he necessarily loved me well. Because I think to love someone completely and fully, you have to know God and you have to know God's love first. Um, And you have to be willing to practice God's love. So I think that's like the most important thing. And just like understanding, like keep those standards high, ladies. Like you do not need to lower those standards just because kind of how Winnie said like, oh, there's no good guys out there. Like, oh my gosh, like there's no good guys that are going to worship and hand raisers, you know, all that. Yeah. Like, no, there is someone who will fully pursue you and love you and um, just, I don't know, be so intentional with you and purposeful and kind of share that same mission of following Christ together, running the same race, but in separate lanes. Yes, exactly. I want to say it was um, Ben Stewart, but he wrote a book called Single Dating, Engaged and Married. Oh, I've heard. heard Yeah. Yeah. So he like in the book, it talks a lot about um, like imagine yourself running a race. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking to date someone, that person kind of needs to be at the same speed. Like you can't mm-hmm. run, like run with someone who's super slow and yeah. you can't run with someone who's super fast. Like when you were running the race and you look up and you see someone next to you, mm-hmm. like that's someone that's going the same pace. That's someone you want to yeah. date and like want to get to know better. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, I mean, it may not be popular to say this, but you probably shouldn't date someone who's like a baby at their faith if mm-hmm. you're like already pretty full and yeah. into it because they can't really lead you closer to Christ. Right. I kind of have, I have two analogies for this. I think you'll like these. My first one is, um, I actually wasn't looking to date anyone when I started liking JV. That's always when it happens. Yeah. It's always when it happens. It's always when you're like not looking. Right. Right. And it was because I was like full pursuit, um, of Jesus. And I told my mom, I was like, mom, I feel like, and like, there was a lot of, basically I started pursuing the Lord and a lot of godly guys started pursuing me. And I was like, mom, I feel like I'm like running this race and I feel like I'm Usain Bolt sprinting towards Jesus. And I was like, and I feel like, I don't know if there's some hurdles in the way Mm -hmm. or these guys just like, I don't know, eight like- Aren't there with you? Yeah, like I feel like, I don't know, like they're just kind of either at a jog or Mm -hmm. a run or just, I don't know, like I- I don't want to date someone who's going to kind of hold me back in a way. And so, and now I told my mom after dating JB, I was like, mom, I was like, I feel like he is Usain Bolt sprinting. And I was like, and I was like, you know what? I was like, it's kind of crazy because I went from like, oh, like these guys, mm, friend zone, like not really, not really up to my speed Mm. as when he said. And I went from that to like, I was like, spiritually, I'm getting in my squats. I'm eating healthy. Like (laughs) I'm putting in the work so I can keep up to this boy, you know? Yeah. And I was like, mom, it's kind of cool because before I felt like they were following me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I feel like he's leading me. That's and so such, he's yeah. like, he's ahead of me in our little race. But I was mm-hmm. like, it should be that way because that, the man yeah. should lead. So. Yeah. In the Bible, like going back to the Bible, mm-hmm. the man is supposed to be the spiritual leader. Head of the like household. The family. Yeah. And, the, and it's an important thing. And it's something we forget, I feel like a lot. And we lower our standards for guys that aren't mm-hmm. able to lead us well. And it's such a sad thing because when someone is able to lead you well, your relationship with God, when they're challenging you, pushing mm-hmm. you to prayer, it improves so much. And that's not to say like, guys, don't lower your standards either. Like, yeah. You need a woman who will push you to Christ. Proverbs too. 31. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You need someone who, when you don't feel like it, they'll be there to say, no, like we need to go to church. Like this is important. Mm-hmm. And like they're to encourage you and they won't let 
let you or help you fall into sin. That's something I've kind of experienced mm. in previous relationships. Yeah. Like guys kind of pull me away. And that's not to say it's their fault at all. Mm-hmm. Like it takes two to tango. But, <laughs> but, it takes two to tango. Yeah. But it's like mm. it's a mutual thing. You both need to be pushing each mm. other. Pulling and like it needs to be like iron sharpening iron. Like oh, yeah. both of you running to God and it's similar right and And preferably guy guy ahead of the girl but yes and I actually have another analogy too because I liked what you're talking about when you're talking about that book Mm -hmm. um and I think it's a good book guys yeah you're getting a lot of recommendations yeah exactly um but I also think like it's important to realize too like yes equally yoked is such Mm -hmm. an important thing oh for sure Mm -hmm. yeah but also realizing like I kind of gave the analogy to a friend once, like she was like saying, you know, like, well, like my boyfriend just um, is in kind of a hard place right now. And like, I just feel like his passion for Christ is kind of low, you know? And I was like, you know what? Like in a marriage, I think, or like even dating, like there's going to be bad days, maybe some bad months, maybe some time of sickness, maybe your mom dies, you know, whatever. Um, And I think it's important to realize that, yes, you need to be equally yoked. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you also need to realize that sometimes like you guys are both burning like a fire for God's, you know, like God's love and um, just having a passion for Christ, but also understanding that sometimes, you know, like his fire might be a little lower than yours yeah. and maybe he needs you to put some wood on it yeah. or maybe he needs some gasoline or yeah. like so just understanding that like there's going to be some times that maybe he's encouraging you and pulling you up exactly. and then there's some times that you're pulling him up but the important yeah. part is that you both are able to step up to that role when called because Ooh, that you is know what really I mean good. Yeah. Um, yeah it's not always 50 50 right like I know we like to say that a lot and I mean more less so in dating than in marriage like in marriage right committed mm-hmm. to that person um so maybe it's not like a like if it's lasting years or whatever or like mm-hmm. their spiritual dryness or like they're not living in a christ-like way and they're like mm-hmm. always kind of in that state and then in dating like that's something to reevaluate like when you're married it your well, your spouse is going to have rough moments you right. need to be able to be there sometimes it's going to be 70 30 sometimes it even might be 90 10 but the right. thing is in the end you're both giving all when you can and doing yeah. your best I like that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of moving on. Oh, I even forgot. Yours were so... Actually, no. You you said everything I needed to say. Okay. (laughs) So what is some advice you have for people who are like Mm. in a season of singleness, aren't dating anyone at the moment? Um, I actually was able to talk to one of my guy friends about this. Um, earlier just because this season of life is so weird like one of my best friends just got engaged one of my other best friends got engaged um, this past summer mm-hmm. I had a friend get married this past oh, summer that's um, so cute. and so I'm like oh my gosh like um, you know and he was saying he went to hanging in the green to dance mm-hmm. oh, and he yeah. just felt like you know every everyone had someone and he was just like man like I danced with some girls you know but it's not the same as having someone yeah. he's like I just felt I don't know, really down about it. Um, and I have another guy friend who was like, yeah, I'm just like not meeting anyone. Like I know there's so many godly girls out there, but I'm just not meeting anyone. Yeah. And basically my advice was, you know, just prepare your heart oh. during this time and like understanding that God uses our singleness. And even like, I remember I went to this, um, college ministry and he's talking about singleness and he's like how many of you guys in here are single like half the people raised your hand he's like okay well how many are married and literally like one person raised their hand he's like okay then everyone else except that one person is single 
And just mm-hmm. understanding that until you're married, like you need to be preparing your heart for marriage and like yeah. preparing your heart for, I don't know, just being a godly spouse and how you can lead each other. Um, so that'd that's, be my yes, first. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Yes. And then also like understanding that God has you in the season you're at for mm-hmm. a reason. Um, you know, maybe that you're not like spiritually mature enough yet, or maybe you're just like, you don't have the time. Like maybe that would be overwhelming. So just honestly, like, I know it sounds so cliche, but just trusting God and in his timing, like he will bring you a spouse that is so like, so worth the wait. So for sure. Yeah. That's really, really. What's your take on it? Yeah. So I, one of the big things for me is like, make sure you have the qualities that you're looking for in Mm. like a future partner and eventually husband or wife. But like, I can't expect a really, really godly guy to pursue me if I'm like not reading my Bible, not going to church. Yeah. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. And like same, I feel like with other goals in life, like fitness wise, I want someone who's working out. So what am I doing? Like I'm working out. Like there that's needs so to true. be like things that mm-hmm. you're doing too, that you, you have to have equal expectations for your spouse or even mm-hmm. like higher in some states. But like, you want to have expectations that you're meeting also. So when you're single, you can really focus on like working on yourself, mm. like preparing yourself for that. Cause when you're in a relationship, like you're putting time in it, you're putting investing yeah. energy in it that when you're single, you probably could have been doing things that like were more focused on yourself or like your hobbies or something. For but sure. When you're in a relationship, you don't have that. So like enjoy the time while you have it. Because yeah. I know that for me, like, I really enjoyed being single and it's helped me to, like, grow a lot in my relationship with God. And I actually, like, the past three months, I said, I'm not going to date anyone. Like, I'm <laughs> just, just me and Jesus and I'm getting out of that. <laughs> just J-Man. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus is the best. Yes. But I'm getting out of that and I'm so thankful that I had that time to just mm. kind of be with the Lord, really grow with Him before I invite anyone else yeah. into that and, like, let them because it really is like a relationship is two and so you're putting a lot of effort into being with the other person and growing your relationship and that's a very beautiful thing but that's not something you don't have the same time you do when you're single so I would say just really enjoy it and like you were saying like trust God he has such a good plan for us and it may be hard sometimes like I know some days I'm like oh God (laughs) hurry up send him now I'm waiting you need to hurry it up (laughs) but really trust God. Don't be anxious. Know that he has a great plan for you. And I think you should be pursuing Christ just as hard in your singleness Mm -hmm. as you should be in like a dating relationship. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know like one of the reasons I was like, I am staying single was because like I said, I felt like nobody really had the same passion and like Mm -hmm. for Christ as I did. Um, and then I feel like now like dating Jordan, I feel like he pushes me and is like, we're able to not only like worship God together through college ministry or serving at church, but also just on our own times, like, Hey, like, how was your devotional today? You know? And like, I don't know, just understanding that you need to be challenging each other in good ways and like keeping each other accountable in those ways Mm -hmm. too. But also just in your singleness, like when he said, you can, I don't know, pursue God in such a different way than you are able to when you're dating. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not to say like when you're dating, you can't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But like just other things, like you may not have time for them when you're dating. Like for me also, something I've really been enjoying (laughs) is cooking because like when I have a family, I (laughs) I like want to be able to like cook for them and be a good cook. So I've been like trying to learn more than craft. Yes. (laughs) Craft mac and cheese. We need more. (laughs) I actually don't like mac and cheese. You don't like mac and cheese? But yeah. No, dude. I love mac and cheese. I tell that to every other. Big mac girl. I'm a big mac girl. Yes. I can't lie. (laughs) I like McDonald's. Big <laughs> not necessarily mac and cheese, but yes. That's so funny. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, kind of going off of that, 
we kind of talked about preparation and what are some like dating red flags so like when you're deciding whether to date someone Mm. what are some red flags that you have um I think the most important thing is like well I guess a red flag is when they don't have their priorities in check Mm. um like for me I'm like I like the acronym joy um Jesus others yourself oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's really good um just like I know there's like that whole brand that's Mm -hmm. like I am second and I'm like no like it's more like I am third you know and yeah I think it's important that like he's got God in his life like ultimately first before before you before himself before family and then it's others so it's like you know he's putting you first he's put or second I guess he's putting you second his family and friends and has that online and then third himself he's thinking about himself but ultimately he's thinking about that yeah like third himself third um another one for me is like I don't know, saying that they don't have time for you or for their quiet time or, you know, they're like, oh, like, I'm just so busy. Yeah. Like, life will always be busy. And if something matters Mm -hmm. to people, they're going to make time. Right. It's it's pretty simple. I feel like, yeah. Right. And that's, you know, like, if you, like you said, if you like to go to the gym, you're going to make time for it. Yeah. If you like watching movies, you're going to make time for movies. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have a friend, your best friend, you make time for them. So I feel like the same is true. So even when you're in that talking stage kind of how we talked about like Mm -hmm. if they're like oh sorry like I'm super busy like it's one thing if it's like finals week or if they have a lot going Mm -hmm. on but if week after week they're like sorry like or they're only hanging out at late at night or something oh yeah late at night guys if a guy has to hang out late at night and he's not your friend and you're not like just doing friendship stuff no just say no that says a lot about his character too that he's not willing to like See, like, take the time to sit down in take the you to lunch and something. take you to lunch or dinner or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my last one, this is, like, oh, so big. Even in friendships, mm-hmm. um, I think passive aggressiveness. I, Ooh, that is It's yes. a huge red flag yeah. for me because I'm like, dude, like, just straight up say it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I... I don't want to beat around the bush. I don't want to say, oh, like, I think girls are really guilty of this. Like, yeah. the whole, it's fine, but it's, you know, yeah. but it's oh not gosh, fine. Yes. It is not fine. Yeah. And all us girls know that. But like, I don't know, even and I don't know, I think that's very unfair to boys because mm-hmm. I think honestly, a lot of the time they don't pick up on it. And so it's yeah. like, don't just say, oh, I'm OK. It's fine. Yeah. If it's not, just mm-hmm. tell him what's going on. He probably doesn't even and he realize can fix it if he knows what it is. Right. If he doesn't know what is it, what it is, what do you expect him to I think, do about it? Right. And I yeah. think that just kind of builds like yeah. if you're oh, for sure, like if, the little things. really. Right. Can. And so then it's going to yeah. all bottle up and explode versus mm-hmm. like if you just address it in the moment. Like, yeah. I think that's so much better. And it'll always be like a learning process. Like, yeah. Yeah. None of these things will be perfect, but it's you being able to work with that other person mm-hmm. to get better, to, like, understand how each other communicates. Yeah. And that'll really lead to, like, a fruitful right. relationship. Oh, wait. I have one more. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> this one? Oh, this one bothers me. It's big red flag. Not even in just, like, someone I want to date, but mm-hmm. even... Um, guy friends like if they're talking about a girl in an inappropriate way oh yes I'm yes, like yes. no yeah it's exactly. a no it's yeah. a red flag because mm-hmm. like even if I don't know like even if it's a guy friend I'm just like that is such yeah like how embarrassing mm-hmm. for you and it's just <laughs> such a lack of maturity to you. yeah like you're not gonna say that in front of her why are you saying respect. that now yeah just yeah. like a lack of respect for yeah 
don't know, whoever they're talking about and yeah. for you for yeah. like saying that while you're there. So yeah. Big red flag. Yes, exactly. What, about, what are, are your some of yours? Let's okay. hear some of your red flags. Red flags. Let me look. Okay. So I kind of have a similar one. You said like not mine is like not putting in effort. Like mm, like yeah. we said, if someone cares, you're gonna know. Like you shouldn't be left wondering whether or not a guy likes you. If you are, he probably doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and so another one is like not following Christ and putting mm. him first. Like if this man doesn't have Christ at the center of his life and everything else ordered mm. around that, like you said, like joy, the acronym, then how do you expect him to be able to lead you in a relationship yeah. to Christ if he doesn't? doesn't have one himself and then a third one is and this may be unpopular and I feel like there are some cases of course where this isn't accurate but for Mm. me not having a good relationship with their family because I really Mm. like family is very important to me Mm. and I want to be able to like have that good relationship with their family eventually like if it's leading to marriage like you want you want to know their family and family really does play such an important like role in life like my family is everything to me so if a guy like doesn't have a good relationship with his family or like talks badly about them I'm like yeah I think there's a certain maturity to it too because I I don't think everyone is blessed with like a great family life you know and so some people like their parents are no longer together or Mm -hmm. their dad walked out on them or something like that um but I think it's important like if they have the maturity to be like yes this happened but I'm still willing to have that great relationship with my mom or like Mm -hmm. yes this happened but like I basically had to raise my younger brother yeah and so I'm really close with him so just I don't know yeah like loving the people in your life exactly yeah yeah I think that's super good that's a really good one yeah that's important for me yeah and I don't know. Do I have any others? I feel like those are like my big ones. Hmm. And like Autica said, like if their parents are divorced or there are some family issues, like it's understandable if not everyone has a perfect relationship with their family, mm-hmm. but them just showing the maturity to try. Yeah. And to be there for, for them. sure. Yeah. So, all right. Do you have any other dating advice? Yes. Okay. Good. I'm so glad. Um, so I had a friend talking about, like, she was telling me, I was like, Hey, what's up with that guy? You know, Mm -hmm. she was kind of telling me about him before. So I was like, what's going on with him? And she's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't know. Like he's been a little like flaky and I just don't know. Um, but I really like him. And I just looked at her and I said, girl, I was like, you deserve to be pursued by a man that is pursuing the Lord. Yeah. And I was like, you just need to understand, like, girls, you deserve to be pursued. And same with guys, like you deserve a girl who's not going to be, you know, flaking out on you or making you question like their intentions. Like someone who's pursuing the Lord will pursue you in such a different way. Yeah. And also just knowing like, let someone pursue you. Don't be chasing after them and like wishing that, oh, like I wish they'd text me back or like, oh, like I, they haven't asked me to hang out yet or they haven't made their intentions clear. Like, make them do that make them pursue you and especially i feel like this is more for men like men if you like a girl or are interested mm. in her um pursue her and that doesn't mean like ask her on a date right away like you can kind of tell someone's level of interest by like kid texting them like getting to know them things mm-hmm. like that but like if you don't shoot your shot you're never gonna know yeah and like the same with girls like if a guy asks you on a date and he seems like a godly guy and maybe like you're not sure like oh i don't know if i like him or not say yes to one date you're not saying yes to marriage you're (laughs) saying yes to a date like just get to know them if you don't like them at the end of the date you can say oh no thank you like they're not for me let's just be friends Mm -hmm. but like be receptive to the pursuit and be accepting right yeah and you're interested our college minister he said something really good 
um, early this year, he was talking about like girls and boys. And he was like, I'm tired of like boys, you know, supporting other guys and like, oh yeah, yeah. dude, like you're talking to eight girls on Snapchat or like mm-hmm. just snapping, you know, snapping her. And like, he was like, I'm tired of it. Like guys, like ask her out on a date or like, you know, ask her to hang out or get to know her or something mm-hmm. like that rather than just um, snapping her. Exactly. So. That is one thing I don't like. Like I would much rather hang out in person than mm-hmm. text or Snapchat you. Oh, me too. Like, I am not... Or at least call. Yeah, call. Like, yeah, calling, FaceTiming. I really enjoy, like, calling. I'm a big quality FaceTime. time girl. Yes, Big exactly. quality time girl. And, like, texting or FaceTiming are not... Uh, the Texting or Snapchatting mm-hmm. is not the same thing. It is, like, hanging out and getting to know someone in person. Right. Like, that can be, like, a nice, like, little thing. But in the end, like, if you're dating someone, your relationship isn't going to be over Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So why are you, like using only right right (laughs) yeah yeah for sure um i have two more okay yes my (laughs) next one is like open or direct uh, communication is just so important i kind of mentioned that earlier just making your intentions clear but um or like i don't i do not like passive aggressiveness so i've always been like huge on communication Mm -hmm. i think it's like such a like important quality for anyone in friendships relationships whatever um, just cause I always say like lack of communication hurt more people than just saying it straight up ever yeah. would. Um, yeah. And then my last one is a godly love. I said a godly love is fun and exciting and enjoyable and so fulfilling, but it is also full of grace and forgiveness and tough days too. Yeah. Just understanding that we're all human. We all make mistakes. We're going to hurt each other. Even, even if it's unintentional, you know? Um, but just understanding that like, gosh, like it is not a perfect fairy tale kind of love yeah. that the movies show, you mm-hmm. know, or Hollywood wants to project. Like there's tough days and there's times that you have to show the person grace and there's patience and um yeah, yeah like it love, godly love requires a lot of sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like a lot of times we see these pictures or like these movies of like romantic like love everything's perfect but the reality is like we're humans we're Mm. living in a fallen world things are not perfect yeah and the thing is that people are trying to grow and improve despite that imperfection and it'll be a learning process for both of you like you're not going to wake up and just both be perfect right you were that would be great but (laughs) i don't think that ever happens we wouldn't need jesus if we're perfect (laughs) yeah so i think it's very important to just understand that it will take growth and that's another like i guess i didn't mention it but that's a quality i think that's very important both people need to be able to grow because throughout mm. life you'll your life will change like you'll have kids you'll get a house like mm. things will change and then the important thing is you are able to grow with that person mm-hmm. despite changing mm. and i think that that's yeah. like really i have another characteristic yeah. now that you said that i was like ooh, we jump in all over um, yes. i know a little all over the place but i think like um someone who's joyful is something oh, to look that's for so, yes um, just cause I was thinking about how you're talking about like, oh yeah, life changes so mm-hmm. much and circumstances change. Yeah. Um, but just knowing that our joy like doesn't, is not dependent mm-hmm. on circumstances. It's dependent on God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so just yeah. understanding like if you have someone who like is joyful and godly, like they're going to be able to, I don't know, be able to find the good and like, I don't know, just kind of encourage you and uplift you even in those hard times. So. Yeah. I think that's a big quality. Yeah. That's something I've been trying to work on too. I think sometimes we forget, but like, if you want to be joyful, like ask God mm-hmm. for me, at least I'm like, God, give me joy today. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to be joyful 
but it really is like when I feel joyful, it so, makes my days so much better and more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of the verse. Um, it's like one of my favorite verses, but it talks about it's James 1, 2 through 3. And it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of various kinds. For we know that the testing of our faith produces uh, steadfastness in Christ. And mm. just understanding that, like when you go through those hard things, like, and understanding that, like, if you have someone who can go through hard things yeah. and still comes out joyful, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yes. That's very true. Yes. All right. Well, that's kind of all of the topics we wanted to discuss today. Yeah. But this was so good, Annika. Thank yeah. you so much. It was so fun. This was really fun. There is so much good stuff in here, guys. Yeah. So if you made it this far, you, you got a lot of it, I'm sure. <laughs> but thank you so much. And we're just going to conclude by our Bible verse. And Annika has the Bible verse for this week. Okay, awesome. I have Romans 1, 12. It says that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. And we talked a lot about um, just dating and what that looks like and marriage. And so I think that's a really good one because um, it says uh, you and I both be encouraged by each other's faith mutually. And so just understanding that, yeah, like it's a mutual um, encouragement. And it's like both of you guys putting that effort, as Winnie said, um, and just... Godly love is like when he said too sacrificial and you're building each other up. And then my other one would just be um First Corinthians, the whole chapter 13. Oh, yeah, it, that's it's a the love chapter, yes. the classic. I just wanted to bring that up because if you ever wonder what godly love looks mm-hmm. like, um, go to that chapter. Yeah. And then also like one thing I recommend to um, getting your heart in the right place would mm-hmm. be going to that chapter and replacing every time it says love, replace it with your name. So like, you know how it says like love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy. So instead Ooh. of saying love, say Annika is kind, Annika is patient, Annika does not envy, she does not boast. And just like, I don't know, I think it's very humbling being like, yeah. oh, shoot, like, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm not yeah. always patient and like, I'm not always kind and like mm-hmm. knowing that that's not just in a relationship, but also friendships and like yeah. every, every part that you love someone with, um, you need to be realigning yourself with the word of God and yeah. who Christ makes us because I know there's that verse, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's in John that it says, uh, we can love because he first loved us. Yeah. So yeah, that's so true. Guys, this is so good. So I'm good. good. I'm so happy that you were on the podcast. Yeah, me too. Yes. Me too. All right. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yes. I'm sure they're all honored to be listening to you. But thank you guys for listening to this episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. And I will see you all next Wednesday. Wednesday.